Thank you so much for joining us once again on Growing Up on Death Row at 17. I'm back here with my co-host, Brian Settings. Brian, how you doing tonight? I'm doing good, David. What about yourself? Can't complain. I'm liking <laughs> what we're doing and ready to educate some more folks and let them hear more content from us. What's the topic for tonight? What would you like to discuss? Well, topic for tonight, man, is basically called accountability and accomplishment. And the reason I use accountability and accomplishment, because in order for me to accomplish anything, I had to take accountability of my actions. Okay. And I feel as though growing up in the Department of Correction at the age I was, I missed out on a lot of things in life. And I, one thing I can say I did miss out on is relationships, how a relationship go, how a relationship even is respected. I didn't even know how you even respect a person in a relationship. So it was a lot that I had to learn. It was a lot I went through in these last two years. I've been out, I've been out of prison. And I, me and David apologize about not putting nothing out for a couple of weeks, man, because I actually hit a, I hit a depression stage to where I had to actually isolate myself, man, try to understand me, why things go, why things happen the way it happened, and what is I'm doing to promote these type of things that's happening. And Basically, man, I had to go within, man, and figure myself out and figure things out. In order for me to keep going forward in life, I got to understand myself and I had to understand others. What questions did you have to ask yourself? Well, I blame myself for a lot of things, man. And I think I take responsibility for other people's actions as well. I try to understand why do I react in certain ways to certain situations. But I understand me. I know I give people three, four, five, six, seven, seven, eight chances, man, before I even respond to anything that's negative. But uh, I was always raised and taught, you know what I'm saying? When you dealing with a female or you're in a relationship with a female, you know, it's good to have your woman by your side. It's good to have your woman support you. But that woman got to be loyal to support you. She got to have your best interest and heart. She got to understand your passion and your motivation for life and why you doing the things that you do to accomplish better goals. And when you got a woman that's not 90% or 100% with you, you can still strive to accomplish those goals, but she's going to cut your ass off halfway because that's something she don't want you to do because they feel like they're going to get dropped off when you do accomplish some goals. Right. So you say you blame yourself, but how could you see that coming, though? You thought you had that kind of person in your corner, and then you found out to the contrary. I'm saying, why would you blame yourself for not being able to see that? Well, I blame myself because, David, I went to prison at 17. And my last relationship when I was 16 years old. So I blame myself because some of the same childhood tactics that I was using at 15 to 16 years old, I didn't know I could have been doing it now in the relationship that I was previously in because I didn't grow mentally or emotionally to understand my cutoff days when I was a kid into a grown man. But one thing I did understand was that I was I'm supportive, I'm protective, you know what I'm saying? I can do all these other things that a man can do. But when you're not emotionally connected on both ends, I guess the things I do look like it's from an aggressive point of view from a person they call introvert and outvert. You know what I'm saying? And uh, basically, I blame myself for a lot of stuff, man, because I don't have I don't like when people 
discuss problems and issues outside of the person that you're supposed to be discussing it with. Because, see, I can take responsibility and stand up as a man and say, yeah, I did that. Yeah, I said that. But why did I do it and say it? I just felt that way, but I still don't understand why I did it. You know what I'm saying? Because I know right. I, now you got you, you to lick your wounds. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and David, you know, me and you've been dealing with girls for a long time. You know what I'm saying? I think you even knew I got depressed and went into some type of... I did. I went into a shell because I'm so free-hearted. I'm so given. You know what I'm saying? To where... Mm -hmm. When people do stuff to me like what was done, it's hard for me to accept it. Not only is it hard for me to accept it, I can't digest the shit because I don't give a person a reason to ever do anything to me, to snake me, cross me, or set me up. I ain't never been in no situation like that. I feel right. if I'm with you, I'm with you. I don't give a fuck what's going on. But like I say, I've been gone 31 years, man, and waste society... It's obstructed with the young guys and these females. Man, the alpha males don't even have a chance out here because of the women's. For real, I'm an alpha male. And what I mean by alpha male is that I'm supportive, man. I'm loving, I'm kind. I bring my check home, I'm going to give it to my woman. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to stay on my grounds. I'm going to make her feel like she's the queen of Egypt, because she's going to sleep good, rest good, because ain't nobody going to fuck with mine. You know what I'm saying? But right. when I run into these guys out here, I come to find out a lot of these relationships that's going on now, man, it ain't monogamous. They like three ways, four ways, five ways, different people in the relationship. And that was right. one of the reasons why I had to break minds off, because I didn't agree with a person when she was like, man, my friend want to have sex. You can we both have? Some? Hell nah, fuck nah. I ain't no freak motherfucker like that. But I know a lot of dudes that probably will say, "Oh yeah," but I'm not. I look at it like I got principles, man. I got courage. I got principles about myself. You know, I got things to work. You ain't gonna hit me in the future later on, ten years down the line, and say, "Oh, you mad because I did that?" But I let you screw my friend. Nah, that shit ain't gonna roll with me, man. If I'm gonna fuck with somebody, gonna be that one person. And when I'm through with that one person, David. It'd probably be a long another year and a half before I date anybody else because I can't just move on like that. Right. Because so, you're giving it your all. You were 100% in it. You mentioned something right. that bringing other folks into the mix that definitely helped derail the relationship. It destroyed it. And then the reason why it destroyed it because to me it was a shocker because I feel as though I never gave a hint. I never even gave any type of suggestion as to this is what I look for in life or this is what I want to do. And I never even dreamed about no shit like that. But a lot of guys, that's how they get out on their girlfriend. And I respect that. But when in relationship with me, if it ain't just me and you, and I find out it's me, you, him, they can have your ass, man. I'm going straight to the clinic, get tested, and they can have your ass. Because see, one thing about me is that any female that deal with me and they break up with me, that's an evil bitch. And the reason why I say that, because I don't give nobody an indication or no type of evil thoughts or no type of snakeism for them to break up with me. So if a female ever break up with me, she'll even motherfucker. What if she breaks up just because she doesn't want to be in a relationship? That have to but necessarily have to do with you. She can't conform and be the monogamous person that you want her to be. So 
it's probably best for her to roll anyway, don't you think? I agree with that. I agree with that. But see, what you're you just that's told not the me. Case. But you said that's not the case. No, no, seriously, David. I'm going to sit and tell you the truth. I'm not going to lie to you, the audience, and no other motherfucker. You hear me? Mm-hmm. I don't recall the incident about a year and a half ago. You hear me? Now, I've been dating this one woman for like two years, a year and a half ago, that she told me that she really never been in a monogamous relationship. You hear me? But me being blind and dumb to society, I didn't even know what monogamous was. But I played it off like I did. Right. But I never knew what it was. You didn't catch the warning sign. The warning sign, it was given to you. It was given to me. Right, right. Right. It was given to me. So that's why I say I blame myself. Right. It was given to me in the early stage. Mm Mm-hmm. I ignored it because I didn't know the meaning of that word. Right. And see, and these are things that women know about guys like me and other guys that have been in prison since they was kids. We don't understand crossing people out. We don't understand lying to people. We don't even know how to cheat. We so fucking loyal, man. We don't even know how to cheat because it de- our life depended on it in prison. You have to be loyal to stay alive in prison. And I brought that to the streets. Because I'm thinking everybody is like this. This is how I go when it's my side of the fence. But it's not. It's not. And that's why I confess right now that I blame myself for it because now I start to see the pictures clearer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that it was never a monogamous relationship because she did tell me she never been in one before. You know what I'm saying? And so she did, And didn't make any promises that she would be in this situation. Right, 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 right. But I never had the concept to ask. You know right. what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking a woman, you know what I'm saying? She need a man. She dirt form, things of this nature. And all this shit was going on while she was living with me for two years. Hiding in bathrooms and all this old shit. All this shit was going on. Right. So my thing is this here. I didn't catch it. But when I did catch it, it was over with. Then you had to cut it off, right? Never said nothing to her again. Never even looked her way. Never said nothing to her ass again. And would never say nothing to her again. I'm just being honest with you. Right. And it makes sense to go back down that road, reopen up those wounds, and then possibly take you back to where you were a couple of weeks ago. Right. That was a real dark spot I was in a couple of weeks ago, man. It wasn't... It seemed like the world just teamed up. I would just fight them all. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I never seen no end to me winning. But I got the consistency to fight. But, you know, if the world against you, you're going to lose by the middle of that motherfucker. Somebody's going to fuck you up. You hear me? So (laughs) that's why I looked at it. And I blame myself for that. But uh, it was a lesson that was taught to me that needed to be taught to me. Because the Lord, like I say, I was raised with and didn't see the shit I heard now. It was a lesson that was taught. I respect that lesson, even though I went through a lot of painful stages of after that relationship, but I respect that le- a lesson. I respect her. You know what I'm saying? And I stood up on it and I rose back up on it again like I did when I did 31 years. I'm back on top of my ground now, on top of my game, but at the same time, what did I learn? I learned the same thing I learned when I was in prison. Be loyal to those who are loyal to you and don't trust nobody else. And that's sad. You got to go back to those same prison tactics in order to survive out here in the free world. 
you got to look at the free world like you're looking mm-hmm. through a prison fence in order to survive around these people out here, man. And it's sad. It's a motherfucker, too, man. It's sad. Yeah, it's probably more snakes out here than there are in prison, truthfully. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. It's yes, more sir. people not thinking the way that you all thought in terms of loyalty and trust and how important that is. And I know we've spoken to that in other episodes, but it's something that's definitely a part of your makeup, your character. Right. You'll see more often than not, you got to keep your guard up. Got to limit the number of people that you let in. It's sad to say that. And sometimes family would be worse than strangers. I'm just being real with yeah. you. I found that out over the years. That yeah. you, you limit the circle and you trust only those who, like you say, the ones that are loyal to you, those are the ones you can be loyal back to. I totally get it. I'm glad you came out of the, the darkness back into the light and, and we can start podcasting on a regular again. And just, I, I knew you were going through it and it was important to me to let you do that. I could have been in your ear and saying this and that, but a person has to go through it the way they need to go through it. Only you right. knew how painful it was and only you knew how to get yourself out of it. And that's why I just, just checked in on you and then let you do you and just, I made sure you were all right and but let yeah, you handle you your business. That. Yeah. Just make yeah. sure you handle your business yeah. the way you felt you yeah. needed to handle it and uh, bigger and better things are coming your way. And then just keep your guard up. That's all I got to say. <laughs> hey, but I'm going to say this. You know what? And I respect what you said, Dave. Those are wise words, man. But it's kind of hard. I thought I was just me that was going through this type of stage in life. But it was 90 of us that got released that was kids. Every last mm-hmm. one of them went through the same thing that I'm going through. They steady going through it right now. And the reason being is that the way we see things and the way they see things is totally different. We are totally innocent to a lot of the shit out here that goes on. You know what I'm saying? We don't really know the game. We don't really know basically how to go around females with certain situations. You know what I'm at? So we learned it, man. We learned all of this. But a lesson I learned out of all of it, and this is the biggest lesson I learned out of everything that went through me and her relationship. Yeah. I love, I guess I loved her more than she cared about me. And that can happen. You know what I'm saying? That right. can happen. Right. But you got to be able to identify it. I couldn't identify it because, like I say, my last relationship, I was 16 years old. I got out at 48. That was my, that's almost like my first love, for real. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I had to go through these stages and all that. I mean, I went through some hell of anger stages as well because I'm always thinking about vengeance, you know what I'm saying? But the thing of it is, my anger beat me out before when I was a kid. That's how I mm-hmm. ended up doing 31 years. And I realized that I was in that same stage. I said, but this time, I'm not going to let my anger beat me out. I'm just going to sit my motherfucking ass down and let this shit blow on by me, man. I got back up, man. I'm good when I got my driver's license, man. When I got me a job, I went, I'm good now. But at the same time, mm-hmm. The next female, oh, man, let me tell you something, Dave. Man, we're going to go through some trials and tribulations, man. And what I mean by it is that person going to have to prove to me, you see what I'm saying, that they who they is instead of me just handing everything to them, man. Because that's right. basically what I did to her, handed everything to her. I just want everybody that's in society, man, be patient with guys that have been in prison over 25 and 30 years. It'll work out with you in the long run, you know what I'm saying? When you take somebody into your life, 
that been long gone that long, you actually got to raise them as an infant mentally. You know what I'm saying? To show them what the right thing to do and what to look for. Like I say, my grandfather always told me two things you got to look out for in this world. You ain't got to worry about nothing else but two things. What's that? Make sure you believe in your God, the God that you want to pray to. Make sure you find your God that you want to pray to. And the other was choosing your mate. Those are the two hardest choices in the world that a person is going to have to deal with in life. Finding their God, their religion, and choosing their mate. Because your woman can either help you or destroy you. And, I, and for everybody that's listening to my story with me and David on growing up on death row, I ain't never in my life went through a transition in a relationship like I went through now. I don't understand it, didn't understand it. And for future reference, everybody, man, that's in relationship, man, if you care for a person, care for them. If you don't, let them go. Because you can actually bring some out of people, man, to where people can actually hurt you and do damage. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I refuse to do anything to anybody. You know what I'm saying? So I, cause I know I'll find me a woman. That's a good woman. I'm not going to look for it though. I'm going to continue doing growing up on death row, saving kids, man. And I'll keep bringing you out of realness and the rawness, man. Even though my girl gone, I still kick a nigga in the ass. You see what I'm saying? So I'm still cool. <laughs> I kick a nigga in the ass, square in the ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, all right well thank you again for listening to us and thanks for all the downloads continue to download look for us we'll be back on a regular more regular schedule than what we've been on we got some upcoming guests too that want to talk about relationships and things that they're going through so this is a platform not only for brian and for me it's just it's for anybody like you've said in the past brian it's faced any kind of negativity or struggle or downfall, we're here to lift you up and we're here to get your story out. Yes, sir.